These days we are bombarded with images, especially through social media, from many directions, and many of them short clips to catch our attention or to laugh at for a few moments. Others, though, we choose to spend longer watching and listening to, maybe to focus on them and give them our full attention. Hopefully some of those are things that don't just entertain you or make you feel good on the surface, but that you choose to focus on them because you believe they will touch you more deeply, even if you have to spend some time with them. So far in our Gospel readings this Easter season, we've had short accounts of relatively brief, sudden encounters with Jesus after he had risen from the dead. Today's account is quite different. It's a much longer account of when Cleopas and another disciple encountered the risen Jesus on the road to Emmaus. Although as Jesus comes up and walks along with them, they were kept from recognising him, just as Mary did not recognise Jesus in the garden at first either. This is not a short, sudden appearance, but Jesus comes to walk alongside, asks them what they were talking about, then stands with them as they look down with sad and depressed faces, and as they reluctantly share the feelings of their hearts and the doubts and confusion in their minds. Jesus is there to listen lovingly and to draw out what is disturbing them. He's being a true parakletos, that's the Greek word used to describe the Holy Spirit in John's Gospel as the one who is called alongside to comfort and encourage them and speak truth to them. And that is what he does next. He speaks straight to them, rebuking them for their unbelief, but then going on to fill their minds and hearts with living truth, explaining many Old Testament scriptures that prophesied in advance about himself, that the Messiah had to suffer and die before entering his glory, leading them in one of the greatest Bible studies of all time. Then he begins to break bread with them, Suddenly they recognised him, and then he disappeared from their sight. Why does Luke describe this encounter in such detail? Well, Luke was a doctor, but I think he was probably quite modern in his medicine, recognising that the deepest cause of much of our ill health and dis-ease is often in our minds and our hearts, our mental, emotional and spiritual health. And this is where Jesus is seeking to bring healing of heart and mind. As one example of that, today, it's a tragic thing that many are losing their lives in hospital quite suddenly from COVID-19. But it can be even more traumatic for them in an emotional way than physically for the person who's dying in their last hours and for the family members when they cannot be together at that time. And hospital chaplains are finding that they do have a more valuable role than ever, helping to represent the love of God to them in their final moments. It is Luke too, of course, who records for us what Peter preaches in Acts 2 on the day of Pentecost. And here again, he highlights the sense of spiritual distress that the crowd came under, as Peter explained the word of God to them and made them aware that the Jesus that they, many of them, had a part in crucifying, was now raised from the dead, 
showing him to be the Messiah and Lord of all. Here again, the shared mixture of the inspired word of God and Peter's Holy Spirit-inspired words of preaching cuts into their very hearts, such that these devout Jews, a short while earlier, in mid-celebration of their Feast of Pentecost, now suddenly cry out in desperation, Brothers, what shall we do? Allowing Peter to explain the way of salvation through repentance, faith in Jesus Christ, baptism in water, and receiving the Holy Spirit, his words now bringing healing medicine to their thirsty souls. And such is the power of our own familiarity with the Scriptures, when it's brought alive by the power of the Holy Spirit to touch human hearts, something we therefore should all eagerly desire to be able to do to some degree, as we search the Scriptures for ourselves and ask for the Holy Spirit's power and opportunity to share our faith with others. But the principle is also the same for us and our deep hearing of God's word to us. I hope you are keeping physically well and staying safe in this season, but I suspect that for many of us being shut away at home with normal routines overturned has at times caused some of the deeper feelings of our hearts to come to the surface, both good and bad, maybe swinging from laughter and hope to times of anxious fear, insecurity, or even despair. And also some of our deeper thoughts may have surfaced, our unanswered questions, our doubts and our confusions. Luke focuses in on this story because he knows that Jesus is the same for his readers, the same yesterday, today and forever. And so it's the same for us today that if we invite Jesus to come alongside us, he will come. And if we too take time to meditate on stories like this one in the Gospels, or other scriptures we are led to read, for example, passages like Isaiah 53 or 61, that Jesus would almost certainly have talked about on that Emmaus road, we too can find that doubts in our minds are challenged. And we may also end up saying with, Cleopas and his friend on the Emmaus road, were not our hearts burning within us while Jesus talked with us and opened the scriptures to us? So let us turn now to prayer. Lord, thank you for Luke and others who were inspired to write down what Jesus said and did, and how even after he rose from the dead, Jesus brought the inspired scriptures alive in new ways that deeply changed people's hearts and lives. Help us to take the risk of opening up to Jesus all our doubts, fears and anxieties that we can so often hide within us so that he can speak his living words to me, change my negative thoughts and emotions and impart life and hope to me as I allow Jesus' love for me to come in and begin to burn in my heart, filling me with a passion for him and a passion to share Jesus and his words of life with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.